0: Chapter Fifteen of Discourses on the First Decade of Titus Livius, Book Two. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Morendo O Seven. Discourses on the First Decade of Titus Livius, Book Two, by Niccolò Machiavelli, translated by Ninian Hill Thompson chapter fifteen that weak states are always dubious in their resolves and that tardy resolves are always hurtful touching this very matter and with regard to these earliest beginnings of war between the latins and the romans it may be noted that in all our deliberations it behoves us to come quickly to a definite resolve and not to remain always in dubiety and suspense this is plainly seen in connection with the council convened by the latins when they thought to separate themselves from the romans for the romans suspecting the hostile humour wherewith the latins were infected in order to learn how things really stood and see whether they could not win back the malcontents without recourse to arms gave them to know that they must send eight of their citizens to rome as they had occasion to consult with them on receiving which message the latins knowing that they had done many things contrary to the wishes of the romans called a council to determine who of their number should be sent and to instruct them what they were to say but Annius, their praetor, being present in the council when these matters were being discussed, told them, quote, that he thought it of far greater moment for them to consider what they were to do than what they were to say, for when their resolves were formed, it would be easy to clothe them in fit words, unquote. This, in truth, was sound advice, and such as every prince and republic should lay to heart because where there is a doubt and uncertainty as to what we may decide on doing we know not how to suit our words to our conduct whereas with our minds made up and the course we are to follow fixed it is an easy matter to find words to declare our resolves i have noticed this point the more readily because i have often found such uncertainty hinder the public business of our own republic to its detriment and discredit and in all matters of difficulty wherein courage is needed for resolving this uncertainty will always be met with whenever those who have to deliberate and decide are weak not less mischievous than doubtful resolves are those which are late and tardy especially when they have to be made in behalf of a friend for from their lateness they help none and hurt ourselves tardy resolves are due to want of spirit or want of strength or to the perversity of those who have to determine who being moved by a secret desire to overthrow the government or to carry out some selfish purpose of their own suffer no decision to be come to but only thwart and hinder whereas good citizens even when they see the popular mind to be bent on dangerous courses will never oppose the adoption of a fixed plan more particularly in matters which do not brook delay after hieronymus the syracusan tyrant was put to death there being at that time a great war between the romans and the carthaginians the citizens of syracuse fell to disputing among themselves with which nation they should take part and so fierce grew the controversy between the partisans of the two alliances that no cause could be agreed on and they took part with neither until apollonides one of the foremost of the syracusan citizens told them in a speech replete with wisdom that neither those who inclined to hold by the romans nor those who chose rather to side with the carthaginians were deserving of blame but that what was utterly to be condemned was doubt and delay in taking one side or other for from such uncertainty he clearly foresaw the ruin of their republic whereas by taking a decided course whatever it might be some good might come now titus livius could not show more clearly than he does in this passage the mischief which results from resting in suspense he shows it likewise in the case of the Lavinians, of whom he relates that being urged by the latins to aid them against rome they were so long in making up their minds that when the army which they at last sent to succour the latins was issuing from their gates word came that the latins were defeated Whereupon Milionius, their praetor, said, "With the Romans, this short march will cost us dear." But had the Lavinians resolved at once either to grant aid or to refuse it, taking a latter course, they would not have given offence to the Romans. Taking the former and rendering timely help, they and the Latins together might have had a victory. But by delay, they stood to lose in every way, as the event showed this example had it been remembered by the florentines might have saved them from all that loss and vexation which they underwent at the hands of the french at the time king louis the twelfth of france came into italy against lodovico duke of milan for when louis first proposed to pass through tuscany he met with no objection from the florentines whose envoys at his court arranged with him that they should stand neutral while the king on his arrival in italy was to maintain their government and take them under his protection a month's time being allowed the republic to ratify these terms but certain persons who in their folly favoured the cause of lodovico delayed this ratification until the king was already on the eve of victory when the florentines suddenly becoming eager to ratify the king would not accept their ratification perceiving their consent to be given under constraint and not of their own good will this cost the city of florence dear and went near to lose her freedom whereof she was afterwards deprived on another like occasion and the cause taken by the florentines was the more to be blamed in that it was of no sort of service to duke lodovico who had he been victorious would have shown the florentines many more signs of his displeasure than did the king Although the hurt which results to republics from weakness of this sort has already been discussed in another chapter, nevertheless, since an opportunity offered for touching upon it again, I have willingly availed myself of it, because to me it seems a matter of which republics like ours should take special heed. End of chapter 15.